On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Noah Lapine about his new service on the PPAI board and where he finds inspiration. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new guest. I'm just getting a chance to meet him. I'm super excited. It's Noah Lapine, owner and president of Lapine Industries. Noah, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Kirby. Thanks for having me on, and nice to meet you finally. Nice to meet you. Exactly right. Exactly right. So I wanted to just jump right in because you've taken on sort of a new role. Your uh, congratulations are in order on being named the newest board member for PPAI. You know, when I see that, I, I always go, oh my gosh, that's a huge commitment. So um, so thank you, I guess, number one, as, uh, for serving our industry in that way. But why did you decide to serve in this way? Well, I, I think... Um, having served on boards both for-profit and non-profit and maybe more so uh in seeing the value of our own board that we started 15 years ago now mm-hmm. um you know that the seeing that deep value of a high functioning board which the ppa board ppai board is and uh has made some you know amazing pivots over i think it's like 110 years which i actually <laughs> i didn't realize it was around that that long until I started getting a little more engaged, um, and especially at this point of of you know everything being kind of turned on its head. Uh, so it's a challenging moment, and I think with high functioning boards, you get people on where hopefully there's a lot they can give, but also I think board work gives a lot back uh, mm-hmm. to the individuals who serve on it, and um, uh, so it it to me. It's an opportunity to to do both, to really learn and hopefully to add some value along the way. So going off script just a little bit, um, I'm curious. So you added a board for your company. Why did you decide yeah. to do that? Do you mind me asking that? No, not at all. Um, yeah, so we, I, I am, we're uh, a third generation family business, mm-hmm. but we really probably bear more characteristics of second generation because my dad and my grandfather, um, uh, started the business together. Okay. Uh, so they were more like partners. My, my grandfather was 50 years old in 1962 and went out to start his own business. Wow. Um, and, uh, so there was never any, all those things that you hear about that happen in family businesses, uh, where the cousins and nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters and step parents all get involved in ownership. And it's right. We didn't have any of that. It was very clean. It went from, there was never more than one owner at any point. It went from my grandfather and my father brought him out. And then suddenly um, it was me and my brother and my cousin all found ourselves in this, you know, fairly small business together with my dad, who was sole owner and really no roadmap for any of us. Right. As to what, what happens from here? Um, so we were fortunate enough to find a program for families and business and, um, uh, you know, one of the days on this week long agenda was, uh, was about a board. And we, we actually thought, well, that maybe this whole program isn't right for us. If there's a board conversation, I mean, we're a tiny <laughs> little company, but we, we stuck around and went to, to the, to the week. It was a full, you know, a week away and, and it was probably the most valuable day of the whole program. Mm. And they talked about the role that a board can play for, um, for any company, but uh, a company of any size, privately held, family owned, and how important they are for family businesses. Uh, and gave us kind of the, the roadmap to do it. And it helped us, you know, really plan out 
every aspect of our business, everything is at least passed through that board over the last 15 years. But I give my dad a lot of credit. I mean, here's a guy who ran his own company with nobody looking at anything for, you know, almost 30 years at that point. And then to expose your business to a bunch of strangers to yeah. tell you what's, what they are concerned about or what doesn't look right to them. That, that took a lot more courage than it did for the three of us at our right. early stages of our career. Um, yeah. yeah, that's super interesting. I, I, I have often thought about that. That's why I, I, I appreciate you being willing to kind of vamp a little on that because I think that's fascinating and having the, as you said, courage really to yeah. open yourself up in that way is, like you said, kudos to your dad. So that's yeah. awesome. Well, Absolutely. So one of the things I noticed is success in business comes with evolution, right? And change. And we are we obviously are living through that right now. Those of us who are doing okay. Um, what are some ways your company has evolved over the last few years and maybe even the last few months? So um, I think the last few months have been an acceleration. Uh, and you hear this a lot, right? It, it, it's been, uh, it, it's sped up three to five years into a period of, of six or eight months. And I, I see that with some of the changes that we were, we were turning towards or had made. It's just, it's just made those faster. Um, so I think one is our uh, commitment to uh, and um, integration of digital and everything we do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've really um, built out that competency over the last three to five years with, with, you know, both investing and then having to shift resources in the company and bring in talent that we didn't have. Right. Um, and then trying to educate and create a little bit of a different mindset of selling, um, uh, products rooted in services mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to just standalone products. You know, the product almost became a, uh, a means to an end or the last leg of the race rather than the, the core of the proposition. Yeah. Uh, and those things have absolutely accelerated as, as all of our clients are looking for ways to engage with consumers and, uh, and employees when all the traditional means of engaging are off the table. Mm -hmm. So digital becomes that key vehicle. And so that has accelerated dramatically for us, you know, trying to remove separation is an obstacle. The other piece for us, I think that has, has really changed and continues to is just all these rules that had been baked into our business for 58 years that we thought were just absolutes. Like you couldn't do business with a client if you weren't sitting in front of them. And there were certain roles in our business that we were, even though we have a global uh, team, uh, we were absolutely convinced there were certain roles that had to take place within our um, within our main office. And uh, with no one in our main office, uh, it causes you to have to radically rethink all that. And um, so those are just some of the things that are really driving some pretty substantial changes for us. Yeah, I think it's been interesting from a culture perspective for companies and all that sort of thing. And I, I don't know that we've seen all the ramifications yet, but I think you're exactly right, is that there is no, you know, hard and fast rule anymore that we have to rethink the way we look at everything. So I appreciate your sort of take on that. So final question for you. I, I love learning from others. Uh, you know, I'm a, a voracious reader and I, I'm trying to constantly get better. So curious, what is, what is some of the best business advice you've ever received? You know, I go back to, uh, we we're talking about my father before, and it's been one of the great gifts of 
of being in a family business. You know, when it when that's a good thing, it's the best. And when it's not, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> not <absolute> worse, right? <laughs> and uh, been fortunate, you know, when I when I said that my my dad started the business with his father at fifty, one of the um, great learnings of that for uh, for my father was that his grandfather started the business knowing that he wasn't going to see really its best days. Mm. Uh, so he was instilling his faith in a 21 year old um, to say, okay, we're going to do this together. And, and for it to get to where it needs to go, you're going to have to take it on that part of the journey. I'll be gone by then. Wow. Uh, and I think for my dad, that has always um, instilled a mindset that uh, you have to make yourself um, dispensable to the organization right and you have to put your faith in that next generation of leadership that's going to get you to where you're going and don't don't hold those reins too tight uh and and again talk about the courage of the board i think there's courage in that too uh because uh, it's hard to there's no flashing road sign unless there's some when you hear this a lot unless there's some health event or some disaster, right? There's nothing that's telling you it's time to get off the highway now if you're that senior leader of the business. So having the the wisdom and courage to know when that might be and turn over the keys and let people mess up. My dad used to always say, if there was a mistake, it's only money, you know? And um, uh, and if you'll go work hard and make more of it, that's that's that, that you can overcome. But, but you gotta go take chances and you gotta let other people take those chances and not have a fear of, of failure. And then the other thing, and I think this this um, current crisis we're in certainly underscores it, is the business was always uh, focused on diversification of revenue streams, of channels, of industries. And there were times when that felt like a disadvantage. I mean, I remember when pharmaceuticals was just the biggest game in town in our industry. Yep. And we were going against people that in their very name, they were pharma uh, supporters that was their business and um and it felt like a disadvantage until overnight with the pharma laws you couldn't they couldn't buy anything anymore and those businesses were at zero uh we saw it here we have a we have a vertical that focuses on hospitality and i mean literally like nothing i've ever seen before it went from here to zero overnight with covid uh so the ability to shift resources into those other areas that were either uh, in, in some ways elevated because of the crisis or holding their own. Yeah. Now, having that diversification within our business served us well and has, has done so for, for over half a century. I am fascinated by that because it's something I've always struggled with, Noah, is that we are very diverse. So when, I, when times are good, and you're meeting with suppliers and they're like, well, what, you know, what are your number one markets? And I'm always like, we're, we're kind of a, uh, what the, the industry looks like. We have manufacturing and healthcare and education and like, and we're diverse. And I think sometimes that does impede crazy growth, but it does limit crazy drop off. Right. Like I, and I've seen that in bad times where we are, we don't take quite the hit sometimes that those folks who are completely specialized do. It's, That's it's true. interesting. Yeah, it's tricky, you know, and, and I think you're right. Sometimes it, it can add what may feel like unnecessary complexity to the business right? Uh, until you need it. And then suddenly <laughs> it's a blessing. You know? Yeah, totally. Well, you have answered my three questions and I appreciate you taking the time. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me? Well, I'm curious. You, you had mentioned to me when we were speaking earlier that, that you had uh, family involvement in this industry. So you were aware of it. 
as, as a, as a business path. But if I were to take you back 20 years ago and you were looking out about where you thought you'd be 20 years from now, uh, I'm curious what part of that vision did you get right and what part would be very different? Yeah, you know, I, I think that, um, I, I was always fascinated by this business, but then um, I went off to college and I got into the video world and I went down the path that I think many of us were kind of guided to do. Go, you know, get good grades, go to college, get a job, work for someone. And I think what I, I it took me a while to understand is I'm, I'm a, at my very core an entrepreneur. And I, I, I had to break free of working in the corporate world so that I could go out on my own. I remember vividly when my, uh, my wife, who was in sales in this industry, when we were young and we needed more money, whether it be Christmas or whatever, she would just go work harder and make more money. And I remember I would work harder and I did fine. It, was, it wasn't bad money, but I, it, it never was affected by my effort. Mm. That was weird to me just inherently. And so uh, for me, I think... I mean, I end up where I probably should have been uh, from the idea of owning a distributor business and a, a marketing business. But because I'm very entrepreneurial by nature, I think I will uh, end up working like in some business, like creating some business. Even if this one goes away, I'll end up doing it again. So for me, I think I've ended up in the right place, whether it's this business or another business, but starting something gets me excited. And so in that way, I think, um, you know, not 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 40 years ago, this is where I thought I'd be when I was six, <laughs> you know, when I was a, a young kid thinking I wanted to be a business owner, this is where I, and, you know, it's funny. I think I actually took a detour in the middle because I was doing what everybody thought I should do. Huh. But now I think I'm where I'm supposed to be. That's, that's terrific. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Thank you. No, absolutely. Well, thank you, Noah. Appreciate you taking the time and appreciate your service on the board. I know it's a big commitment. Um, and, and I mean that. Uh, I think sometimes we don't always appreciate the level of work and, and dedication it takes to do that sort of work. So kudos to you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, Kirby. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.